Good morning, good morning. And good morning to all of you lovely listeners at home to yet another episode of the new miniseries that we entitle, David? Big Dink! That's right, that's right. Actually, I shouldn't call it a miniseries, because that implies that it, we're just going to stop doing it one day. <laughs> yeah. We may actually continue to do it. We did a full episode talking about what a miniseries is, and couldn't even define it there, so why am I trying to do that? Right. <laughs> Anyways, how you doing, man? I'm alright, Connor. How you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I just finished my last final as of recording this, so I'm done now. So which is pretty, pretty satisfying. Thank you, thank you. Uh, so now I get to start the summer where I'll do the the fun, invigorating effort of continuing to watch movies, <laughs> like nice. no, nothing else. But anyways, uh, how's the weather at the moment? Oh, you know, sixties, cloudy. Uh, how's West Lafayette? Rainy and very rainy. Um, it's going to be raining all of the next couple days, so <laughs> joy. Um, maybe you'll get that storm. Maybe we'll send it up there. Send it up north. Oh, no. That would be good. Yeah, I know, right? We just, we um, just love to ruin well, your day. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, anyways, guys, let's uh, let's jump right into the to the content, the meat and potatoes of, of, of the podcast. Enough of this weather talk. Um, all right, so... Well, actually, no, we're uh, going to continue to talk about weather after this, actually. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. All right, guys. So, um, we, we just... Okay, so I, I picked the first film uh, that we did for our, uh, our, our our new, like, shorter segments, our new shorter episodes. Um, and so now, Connor, um, we has, has taken his turn, and he has picked the film uh, Twister, a 1996 blockbuster um, starring, I, I don't know, I don't know who, who's uh, in Bill it. Bill Paxton and, uh, and Helen Hunt. Uh, it's got Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 got, it's got those guys in it. Um, it it's, 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 it's a fascinating film. Um, <laughs> we're, we're trying to go for films that, like, at least right now, um, well, it's getting revenge. You, are, picked, you picked the irrelevant film. It's my. Well, film. yeah, he's, he's, he's treating this. He's treating this like revenge for me picking fatherhood. Um, some both some obscure films. Um, Though to be so fair, anyways, a lot of people seen Twister, but I don't know. It's, it, it has the length of time behind it. You know, maybe in uh, twenty years, the fatherhood will have a following like Twister's following. Yeah, maybe, 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 maybe. Um, well, anyways, um, Connor, jumping right in. Um, what are some of your initial thoughts? What okay. do you think? So, yeah, uh, I've seen a, a pretty small handful of, you know, the disaster movies. We all know them, the, the big, like, expensive-looking, let's just, you know, make a theater experience movie kind of movie. You know, the Roland Emmerich kind, Independence Day type thing. Um, so this one's totally that. Um, and I kind of went into it really assuming it was going to be like that because that's what it is. But I'm not going to lie. I had weirdly more fun with this than I expected to. Like, this movie does not in any way, you know, half-ass it. It goes, everything it does, it does to the most ridiculous and extremely over-the-top degree to the point where I can't tell if it was just cliches or they were doing it intentionally. Like, it's almost like they do. It's just like, let's pick the most st- stupid, dramatic stuff to happen and have them consistently hit those points throughout the entire film because that would be really funny. And they went and did it. 
and I'm like, like I said, I can't. There's points in this movie where I can't tell how serious it's trying to be. So I, I almost unironically enjoyed this. Almost. It's not great, but I did enjoy it far more than I should have, which is a, a tribute to this movie. Like I, that's a credit towards the movie that it got me to enjoy it. Uh, what are your initial thoughts going in, my man? Yeah. Um. I, yeah. I mean, I wasn't really quite sure what to expect when this movie. Well, when you when you proposed this movie to me, I, I'd literally never heard of it before. Um. And and upon upon watching it, um. I guess I guess to somewhat of a degree, it was, it was what I was expecting. Um. It, it, it kind of looked like a over the top, you know tornado movie like like the 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 main the characters are trying to escape from some massive tornado and and i mean like that basically is the movie um but i don't only, know it's only like kind of it's not really like a survival movie though like it's not like no it's not like yeah they're constantly like chasing and running away from tornadoes like they encounter like four different tornadoes in the movie, and like they end up running away from all of them, well, which yeah. I mean is expected. But like, I mean, like it's not like a survival movie, know. though. Like it's not like oh man, the tornado no. hit us, let's just try to survive. Like they're they're in they're going to the tornado. It's almost it would be like if uh, if you had like um, Armageddon or something, you know, with the giant you know Earth-ending asteroid. But rather than it hitting Earth, they're chasing the asteroids. You know, like yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. They got that. Yeah, I mean, I can't believe like. Yeah, actually, like, I don't know. Watching this movie, I was just thinking, like, dang, people really do this, like, as a profession. Like, like this is their job. <laughs> you were just like the, <laughs> you know? just like the, the new wife. Just like, what? what's, what's <laughs> wow, like, you do this? Yeah, I mean, on, okay, honestly, speaking about the wife, she, I, I swear, she was, like, my least favorite oh, character. Oh, yeah, no, she is awful. Um, <laughs> She, yeah. she she was so useless. Like, okay, listen, listen, listen. Okay. Think about, like, the movie. They, they just... They, okay, think about, like... Okay, so the main character, um, uh, Bill. Billy, right? Uh, yeah. So, okay. Imagine the entire film. You know, like, everything that Billy does, you know, about, like, him, you know, rejoining his friend, his old... His old uh, storm chasing buddies and you know his dynamic with uh joe um they just you just took his his fiance or or whatever the relationship was girlfriend out of the out of the equation like it would be the exact same movie like like she didn't add anything like like that one weird dude who's in the movie he would have kept being weird like joe and bill would have the same exact dynamic like, like nothing, nothing would have changed. He would have still gone after the storm, had nothing to do with her. She, she was so useless. So useless. She was, she was like, I, I'm, I'm, to... I'm glad she left. Like, what, what, what is she there for? Like, <laughs> she was I, I don't, I don't see it. She was there to add emotional depth it. to his character. The I'm conflict. Emotional depth to who? The, okay. To who? All right. Okay. So here's what? the thing, right? There was already... My problem. The with, conflict was already there. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. My what? Problem, my problem. My had? problem with her is is the same problem I have. Actually, my biggest problem with the movie. Bill, Bill, the character, like Bill Paxton's character, yeah. is such a tool. 
I don't get why they wrote his character the way they did, especially because the dynamic they're going for is Jurassic Park. Like it's it's uh, it's Doctor Grant and uh, Do- and Doctor Adler. Like it's them. It's that chemistry. The the kind of like will they won't they kind of like we're both really smart. We're both really passionate about the same kind of things, but we know we don't we don't act on it you know like it's it's that whole vibe in fact helen hunt's character very much reminds me actually her performance very much reminds me of uh what's her name's performance from jurassic park um blanking on her name now well point is that character like the performance reminded me very much of that character so i'm like this is the vibe they're going for but the twist i guess to make it so it's not the same thing is like let's have him just be constantly horrifically antagonistic to Joe for like no reason. You don't yeah. understand at all why they were ever divorced in the first place. Like they have so much chemistry and she seems so she seems so interested in continuing to talk with him, but he's just so mean for like no reason. And yeah. Then, and then of course culminating in this character, the, the 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 new wife who just sits there with her, you know, that's a cow. Like her, her <laughs> completely dead Southern accent. Oh, yeah. She doesn't care about anything. There's even a point in the movie, I kid you not, where Bill is trying desperately to get into an argument with 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 Joe, uh, Helen Hunt's character. Like you can tell, he wants to argue. Like she's trying to be yeah. casual, and he's like, "I want to, I want to fight. Like let's let's get into something to talk about." And like, yeah. and she goes, so you know, uh, Helen Hunt's character. She's like, so is is your new is your new wife nice? And Bill Paxton goes, no. And then, <laughs> and then she has to be like, wait, but she's not nice. And he goes, no. I mean, like he, he gets all flustered. I'm like, she is so boring that even the character who's supposed to be marrying this character doesn't have anything good to say about the character. Yeah, See, this is what I mean yeah. about the movie seeming so on the nose. It's almost it's I almost think it's intentional. Like the drama is so over the top with bill's character whilst everybody else is so unaware of it that it's almost like the movie was trying to do this weird juxtaposition thing where it's like oh bill's character is so torn between his love and his passion you know like it's so dumb but yeah it is is really dumb i'd be more worried that it was unintentional if it didn't seem like everything else was like that too like the super the super fratty frat boys who are the group are so ridiculously oh, into it. Oh, don't even get me started yes. on those like, guys. Philip Seymour Hoffman, his performance in this is so funny. I love his performance. <laughs> he's so into it. He was perfect for this. He's like, he's so excited about chasing tornadoes, man. He's just so he's so into it. His, his, his Oklahoma University hat, and like, he's just so into it. Like, it's so funny. And the whole group is just frat boy nonsense. I love it. Yeah, I know, I know. It's, it's kind of funny um, watching their dynamic. And, like, how they interact with, uh, like, Joe and Bill. Because, um, like, I don't know. They seem, like, they seem a lot younger. Um, maybe, like, like grad students. Yeah, right. I think maybe. it might have been grad students at some point. But, like, now they're kind of full in. They're all in for it. They talked about having grants. So, I think they must have been working with a university. Probably Oklahoma yeah. University, seeing as his hat. But, like. Right, right, right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Okay. Another thing I want to bring up is like the fact that um, Bill is almost making a return um, to like he's, he's making a return to his group, his, his old his old storm chasing group. Like as I mentioned earlier, um, just just that whole like premise of him like 
returning. Did um, it go to the good old days kind of thing? Yeah, 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 almost. Um, like, like, like we almost did like a prequel movie to this, <laughs> where like it shows like the younger days. Because like I don't know, he has so much lore and like history behind him. Like, like remember at the at the the lunch scene yeah. when like they talk about how he's like uh, the extremist or or whatever they called him. Right, right, right. Um, like he, he has such. It's such like a deep backstory that they just like touch on, but like I don't know. I, I feel like this is an example of a movie that like maybe could have used flashbacks, but just don't. I, mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree know. with you, but I, I think the problem comes more with the fact that we didn't we cared more about the side characters than we did him. You know, like we wanted to see them all doing the stuff that you know we wanted to see that past that history that they were talking about. Because it would be more right. interesting than seeing him being all mad about his divorce, you know? Right, like, right. Like, I, we don't, like, the drama, like, we don't care about the drama. Right, especially because like, like the, the drama is involving this boring, you know, Jamie Gertz, you know, the the, the, the doctor, the, the, the wife, who's just, you know, sitting there with her, oh, cows, sad southern <laughs> accent. Like, yeah. I mean, actually, the, the accent's really not the problem. It's just that she is so out of it. Like, she's she's high. She, she's, she is almost more stoned out of her mind in this movie than... Philip Seymour Hoffman, I swear. Like, she's out of it. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, though. Like, the the whole, like, this is, you know, returning to form storytelling, like, you know, going back and reliving those glory days, like, I'm back, baby, kind of thing. That's a very common kind of movie trope. Um, It's been done before. Um, And that that tends to be the thing, is it feels like the sequel to a movie that never existed. Um, that happens. Um, I'll admit, I wish we got some more. I actually wish they'd cut Bill out of the movie entirely and just made it about joe and the group you know chasing tornadoes um actually yeah. i think the biggest weakness beyond uh beyond bill pack uh bill and his his very sad very non-emotive uh, girlfriend is that when it gets emotional like it's that there's that second chunk near the end when you hear a little bit more about uh about joe's backstory and they they make it more personal feels kind of forced and then at this point you're like now you're banking on the emotions that I didn't care about. I just wanted to see them chasing <laughs> tornadoes. I didn't want to see why she wanted to chase the tornado. I don't need to know the the Joker backstory. I just want to see Joker, you know? Right. <laughs> so, like I, that's that's the point I'm at. Like I I wanted to just see the group chasing tornadoes and then you got the story and I'm like, you know, I don't know. And it and it weirdly made me care less. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I, I kind of want to talk about uh, Joe and Bill's dynamic. Sure. Um, like I know we touched on yeah, Irene, like it's Irene Adler and Alan Grant. It's it's that. Um, yeah, yeah. We 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 touched on it a bit, and then we talked about like how how Bill was like always trying, or not always. I mean, like in the beginning, he was uh, trying to start a fight um with her and like okay a little bit of context as to why they're fighting um divorce papers uh uh joe never signed or at least she missed a signature of the divorce papers in which minor spoilers it, it, it's so minor it's basically yeah, irrelevant no um she, she she ends up signing the papers but she never like talks to him about it 
or even shows them that she did sign the papers. So I don't I don't really know why that scene was was included or it's even because like she still cares a little, you know, the romance was still Oh my there. god. Don't why? you know their why subtle their subtle that? emotional storytelling, why? David Twister will move you. <laughs> I guess uh, it's just it's so inconsistent. It's uh, and and then the probably the thing I hate the most the thing I hate the most about this movie is is it, it, at, at this at the at the scene where they order coffees, Joe orders eight coffees. Bill orders two coffees. Joe never got her coffee. Oh yeah, no, because a tornado hit. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, Bill got his two coffees. Where are Joe's eight <laughs> coffees? It's a symbolism, what, David. They're divorced. They're divorced. It shows that. He's moved on and she is not, David. It's deep. <laughs> oh, I see. It's so symbolic. Right? Um, let's talk about something that I actually kind of liked about this movie. Um, ironically, I didn't like it at first, but it, it grew on me the more the movie went on. And, and that's the villain. So there's this guy. Uh, he's played by... He's oh, my played, God. Yeah. Yeah. Jonas? Yes, I, actually... Jonas. Connor, dude, I dude. watched this movie not like 30 minutes ago and I forgot he existed. <laughs> okay, okay. Hear me, hear me out. Hear me out here, I, I promise. <laughs> I understand. I forgot he was in the movie. He's played by the Dread Pilot, Pirate Wesley, so there's that. That's pretty cool. But he is so over-the-top mean. Like, he's like the bully guy. This is another reason why I say this movie tries to be over-the-top, and I think it's intentionally doing this. Like, he's so over-the-top mean. Like, he steals the idea for the invention, does the same thing. Literally, the only difference between his <laughs> invention and theirs is that his, the little drones they release into the tornado are cubes instead of circles, <laughs> which is hilarious, because that is the worst way to make something fly. Like, that is a, that's a really funny, stupid detail that they included, that, like, he's, he's copying them so bad he doesn't even know why it works, it just works. <laughs> but, like... He's so over-the-top mean throughout the movie. Like, every scene that he interacts with the characters, he's just such a tool for no reason. To the point where he literally throws his, his life on the line just to disprove that what they were saying on any ground. Uh, it's, yeah. I won't spoil it. It's really funny. I love the way they handle him because, like, every time he's on screen, he's just the meanest and, like, most obvious <laughs> presence. Um, and it, it, it worked. Like, it's another example of why I think this movie would work better if it almost stopped being dramatic and just went full nuts because like stuff like that i don't mind like i think <laughs> I, I loved his performance too carol uh carrie El, elwes or elwes i don't know how to pronounce his last name it's the dread pilot wesley from princess bride but like he really sells it and just has this the demeanor of just the snarkiest and most conniving guy it's really funny i don't i liked him a lot and i think it gave more credence to this movie being a ridiculous over the top, like turn your mind off film that unfortunately takes itself too seriously sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I thought it was funny. <laughs> I understand why you'd forget him, but I, I liked it. Like, <laughs> man, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was cause he didn't have like a ton of screen time. You're right. Yeah. He didn't Plus, Go ahead. We don't, we don't really know him as a character. Um, he's mean, David. So he was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Right, you right. Kind of I mean, of, you kind of reminded me of the villain from Ant Man. You remember uh, the guy with the yellow jacket, who like oh, throughout yeah. that entire movie, he's just not even hiding that he's evil. He's just like, oh yes, I'm gonna make <laughs> these murder weapons that are gonna kill people because it's cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I yeah, know. no, exactly, exactly. Oh man, what a film! What a film, right. honestly. Um, we actually haven't even talked about. Yeah, uh, we haven't talked about the, the actual tornado scenes. Um. Something to note, sure. the director of this, his name is Jan DeBont, he was actually a cinematographer before he was a director. He worked on movies like Die Hard and uh, Hunt for Red October, uh, Cujo, I guess, if you're a big Stephen King fan, Basic Instinct. So he, he's got like a pretty decent uh, cinematography um, you know, career under his belt before he even did Twister. Um, but like he directed this. Um, he did. I don't think he did cinematography for this, though. No, he didn't. Um, but ironically, I kind of wish it, it didn't have as good cinematography as that would imply. Like there weren't that many really, really cool shots, um, which I I was kind of disappointed by, but I don't know. I, I think the the Twister scenes were kind of just there in my opinion. They were kind of there, you know, (laughs) ironically, the the, the humans were more interesting than the tornadoes to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. Um, yeah, it, they, I mean, obviously they showed, like, different types of tornadoes, but, like, I don't know. They didn't really make them, yeah, like, like you said, they didn't really make them that interesting. Um, I think they could have definitely added, like a, like, a fear element to it and, like, tried to make the tornadoes more menacing looking. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I don't know. I mean, they, they did highlight at times, like, the destructive nature of the tornadoes, like showing the aftermath of like the destroyed buildings and stuff like that. But I don't know. I, I feel like they could have definitely like done more, um, which it was just like the sheer terrifyingness of a, of, of a tornado. Cause you know, they, they are pretty terrifying things, uh, that, you know, most sane people wouldn't want to be around. Um, we're not so I think they definitely people. could have. <laughs> I, I, I want, I want, <laughs> yeah, like I, said, I want all of those characters to come back, the, the frat bro dudes to come back and have their own spinoff series. <clears throat> they honestly should. Like, they kind of stole the show, even though like they weren't in it for that long. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, uh, I agree with you, man. Like, they don't, they don't really emphasize how destructive they are. In fact, there's two scenes in particular that I think kind of ruined the the fact that they're supposed to be scary for me. One remember the opening scene uh it's yeah that, it's that it's flashback scene or this the scene of like a, a kid the, the the lock that they use on this door is so flimsy that like it was so obvious the door was gonna break to the point where so like automatically that first scene doesn't truly convey the uh the, the intensity of it because one it's a little over the top in not good ways and two like i said the door is so flimsy that it just it doesn't feel like the wind did that it just it was a weak weak door <laughs> and then secondly of course that first scene in the tornado i it's in the very beginning but there is something that those those hum, those people should not have survived this tornado but do with absolutely no no repercussions you saw that scene david very beginning no like, yeah i know what you're talking <laughs> about they definitely should have there is no way they survived that tornado um but they kind of do, and I'm like, as cool as it is to see, you know, the people chasing the tornadoes and being like, okay, we risk, we put our lives on the line for this. 
I almost wish they held them in more reverence so that you'd feel the weight of being sucked into it, you know? Like, when they were actually in it, even if they survived it, you're like, wow, this feels intense. But that first scene right. does not scream intensity to me. Um, and then, of course, once they survive, you're like, huh, you know, maybe Tornado's not so bad. <laughs> no, play, don't say that, but, like, <clears throat> I, I don't know. On the other hand, of course, you have scenes near the end, again, not spoiling, where it goes like, okay, here's how ridiculous tornadoes can be. Like, the fake the fake fun, you know, the more feederific <laughs> tornado stuff, which I think plays more into what the tone of the movie was doing, you know? Obviously not going to tell you what happens in the finale, but there's stuff in the finale there that goes sillier, it gets goofier, you know? Uh, ridiculous antics in tune with the tornado. And you're like, oh, okay, this is more meant to be more silly, you know? Right, but then, of course, right. they have that scene in the middle where they do deal with the with the wake of the tornado damage, and you're like, this is serious. You know, they go a little more serious for it, but they don't really commit to that either. You know you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's 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 stupid. Uh, <laughs> you know what I was thinking Paris. about? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. So I was no, like, yeah, no, <laughs> no, I wasn't. It wasn't about that. I was, I was thinking about something else. I was thinking about, um, you know, you know the trope where like something bad happens to the character, and and then like w- whatever like that thing was, they either like really love it or really hate it. You, you know what I'm talking about? Well, uh, what do you mean? Like, it, like what is the okay, context so, of this film? Okay, okay. Let me give you two examples. So I'll use Twister, and I will use Trolls uh, as, as two examples. Why Trolls? Okay. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. So in Twister, minor spoilers, uh, Joe, um, you know, she she ends up getting into, or like a, a, a tornado ends up hitting her house, and uh, you know, some something bad happens to her fam- a member of her family, right? Um, and now she is inspired to chase tornadoes and help as many people as possible because something happened to her family. Yeah, the right? whole An example of someone. Yeah, so, uh, someone now loving the thrill of the chase. Or you have someone like the dude from Trolls who ended up, you know, who was singing oh, do you and mean... his grandpa died because he was singing. And now he hates the singing. The music killed my grandma. <laughs> yes. Dude, that scene is so quotable. Like, because, like, they get all mad at him and he's like, they're like, they're like, why don't you want to sing with us? And he, and he turns around and screams in the most dramatic Justin Timberlake-y way. Because singing killed my grandma. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, we're doing trolls. I mean, next. Do, you, do, you, do you see what I'm saying? Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, so like, like the they either hate yeah. it or love it. I, I guess I, I wouldn't consider that a trope. More as it's it is a trope. It happens that's, so much. It's literally a trope. It's a, it's a natural thing, though. Like if you have a bad experience, at this point, you wanna... it's a trope. It's a trope. Like I feel like if something bad were to happen to you, you, you almost become like impartial to it. Like in reality, I, I, I can see you hating something, but like. I, I feel like you'd become impartial to I've heard plenty like, of stories of people being like, oh, yeah, I dealt with a really severe illness as a kid, so then I became a doctor so I could cure the illness. You know, like, I've heard of that. Yeah, I guess. guess. I mean, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I, like I said, I think it's just kind of a dumb idea to make it personal. 
uh, like being like, oh man, I'm gonna kill these tornadoes because they're bad because I've dealt with bad things. Like I don't know, <laughs> like that that to me giving an incentive like that feels not the the not fun kind of stupid. It feels like the obvious stupid. But then again, that might be the point too. You know, like this movie is so committed to being over the top that maybe it is. Maybe making this a revenge story against the tornadoes would actually would have been better. You know, maybe they should have convinced that more. Maybe. Um, Movie's kind of all over the place. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Also, did you realize that there's a couple of scenes where they make the tornado growl? Yes, I did notice that. That I was don't really know funny. That it's like I a think. gurgle. It's like... You're like, what the hell? It was probably the dying cows inside the tornado. <laughs> They're cows. <laughs> <laughs> that, I'll admit, that scene is weirdly funny. Uh, but, like, obviously, like, you know, I, we need more cow scenes. Zero out of ten. Need more exactly. cows. Um, <laughs> so, honestly, probably pretty good movie um i don't know i i can't bring myself to hate this movie too much like it it's so silly like especially when you start to get going like when you get to those scenes that are more tornado chasey it gets pretty fun silly and i'm like there's a part of me deep deep down that's like you know what if i were to have a movie about a twister and would i would like a giant twister and you know trying to like you know make the disaster movie about the twister I would prefer it be about people chasing the twister than the twister chasing people, you know? I'd rather the characters feel like they have a reason to be in the tornado situation rather than they were the unfortunate people who had to deal with a giant tornado. Like, they went out of their way to face it. They don't feel like survivors. They feel like characters, you know? And, like, I don't know. I think... I don't... I don't hate this. I, I kind of can't. Like, the stupid scenes are there. And they're very funny. But, like... I don't know. To me, I can't bring myself to hate it because it, in the end, kind of scratched the itch that I was looking for in a way I didn't expect it to. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get you. I get you. It, it, it definitely has... Uh, you, you have to be in the mood to watch this movie. I don't know. It, it, you gotta be in the mood to, like, watch an over-the-top, crazy uh, action natural disaster movie i don't know it's a very like specific like feeling i don't think i've ever felt that before i mean you gotta watch um, the roland emmerich movies you'll uh, you'll convince maybe you. maybe He's i mean i mean they drive through a car that's not drive through a car they drive through a house in this movie. that's a great scene that's probably one of my favorite goofy scenes in this movie you're like wow all right <laughs> that's what we're doing now yeah also, yeah okay, it, random it's that. detail Dude, random detail there's a scene in this movie where so he's in the back of a tr- like a pickup truck and they stop like they stop the the truck on a dime right during this action scene and he goes flying forward and like hits the window sill uh, or hits the window you know once they stop and like yeah. they they spend a good like 5 seconds focused on him just kind of groaning and like he drops the f bomb and the subtitles don't catch it i find that really funny <laughs> Like, they lingered on him just a little too long, sitting there groaning, and he goes, oh, and then, like, they cut. I'm like, <laughs> that's really funny. And I, I, I rewind it, like, three times and go, I'm like, is that the F-bomb? It, you know, you get one because you're PG-13, but, like, you don't push it. <laughs> they said we're in the, in the beginning. It was, like, literally, like, Joe's first line. Does she? Oh, crap. I don't know. Yes, she and does. That could have been could have been an R rating there, Twister. Jesus. Yeah. The kitties are watching, you know? Watch out for the kitties. <laughs> I don't know why like one is like okay like 
the the kids can hear one but not two. Well, I mean, I, it, the rating system's kind of dumb, but like, I don't know. Like, and the thing is, if you're referring to sex in any way, like, you can't use the f bomb at all. Like, if you're using that to refer to that, like, no, you can't use it without becoming an R. But like, I guess when you know Wolverine shows up and says, you know, f off, that's fine. But like, I guess you know, Twister says the f bomb twice, they'd be out. You know, um, so that's fun. Exactly. I, I now want a cut of Twister where they're all just swearing ridiculously. Yeah, actually, I was thinking, um, I was like, what if, like, what if Bill was voiced by Goofy? Just like, just like, <laughs> think of that. Like, all of his lines are just said by Goofy. I mean, I guess. I don't know. I, actually, I, I was thinking about it. I actually had a different opinion on this. I said, if they remade this, I would want <laughs> Paul Rudd to play Bill. Yo, like, can't you cool. just imagine like him being all you know annoyed about like oh yeah like you gotta sign the papers <laughs> you gotta sign the papers Joe, and then like you know his, his his dad demeanor I feel like could make a pretty good like lead to this. Um, think it. This re this remake this movie absolutely. I think a twist remake is a, is a necessity. Um, and you know, but, go ahead. It's that it's about time we need one. Right. It's been like you know it's been more than twenty years. It's time. Like, it's time. I mean, we've already got Jurassic Park remake, you know? Oh, yeah, like, man. where's the Twister remake? Since you stole the characters anyway, like, might as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so funny, because Helen Hunt's character in this, like, I, I legitimately kept tripping over it and thinking she was Laura Dern, like, from that movie. I'm like, <laughs> it was tw it was throwing me off. Also, I kept thinking it was Holly Hunter, who's the voice of Mrs. Incredible. Like, because their names are so similar, Helen Hunt and Holly Hunter. Um, so, like, it, it kept throwing me off. And I'm like, this, she doesn't sound like Mrs. Incredible. And I'm like, because she's not. <laughs> but, <laughs> so that, there's that point. I should probably stop bringing up the things I was thinking of instead of this movie while watching it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, I got some questions to throw at you, David. Um, the first one is a new one. And that is, of course, which movie do you prefer, David? Fatherhood or Twister? If someone, like, you know, pointed a pew-pew to your head and was like, watch this movie, which one do you want to watch? Which one would you watch? Um, honestly, probably Twister. Ooh. Um, probably, just, just, like, just, like, rewatch value. Um, I don't know, I feel like I'd get more, yeah, I don't know, I feel like I'd get more enjoyment out of it. Um, and I'm not saying fatherhood didn't have enjoyable moments, but I just think like the over the topness um, of this film was it was fun. It, it, it was fun, and and it kept me kept me engaged. Um, I, I wasn't sure if it was gonna, but it, but it ended up uh, doing that. So yeah, I think I'd rewatch uh, Twister. Yeah, I, I, I gotta agree with this one. Like, obviously, you've heard me gushing over it. I I, I enjoy it. Um, Fatherhood kind of bugged me. Um, not bad. It's just it bugged me. This one I feel is a little more a little more digestible, you know. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree. Like, I think it's a pretty good choice. Um, my second question is, of course, um, let let's bounce it off. Since if you were a fan of this, David, what what movie would you suggest to people in its place? You know, like something that is either like this, or maybe if like this disappointed you what do you think is a better version like what what do you think Dave? what would you suggest to people who like this jurassic park oh that's that's yeah that's fair <laughs> ironically um, looking at I guess, the, I guess... sorry uh, go ahead I'll, I'll tell you what my thought in a second go ahead 
No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say, so I'm looking through these similar films on Letterboxd to, uh, to Twister, and after the first, like, eight movies, it starts just becoming superhero movies. Like, I don't, I, like, yeah. you know, Spider-Man 2, Superman Returns, Spider-Man, Hulk, I'm like, what is, what are these, Twister's not a superhero movie, I'm sorry, it's not. San Andreas? Yeah, I mean, obviously the, the, the disaster movies are, but like, not superhero movies. Anyways, what were we gonna, what were we gonna add? Oh, I was just gonna say, like, besides that, I mean, I, I think, I, I don't know, um, movies that I've seen that are like this. Um, I don't know. I don't, I haven't really seen too many disaster films. I, I've seen like, seen like snippets of like San Andreas. Um, for some reason right now, um, you know, the movie with a really big monkey rampage. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I love. Okay, I, you gotta understand, guys. Me and David have this this cerebral bond where it's actually insane. where he can bring up any stupid movie with the littlest amount of context, and chances are, I can I can tell you what it is. Like, I don't know how he does it. Like I like I just say like some random details. Like he just knows what's stupid too is like this movie that you could have been talking about could have been king kong it could have been like anything more notable than rampage <laughs> why david why <laughs> why i don't know why that was the first thing that came to my mind jesus christ anyways yeah so if you really like this i guess watch rampage Anyways, um, some movies I think of that are similar to this, obviously Jurassic Park has a much better version of this in terms of the characters. Um, The movie The Perfect Storm is pretty good. Uh, Another disaster movie, that one being about a ship that was lost during the perfect storm. I think it has a better sentiment. The ending makes it a lot better than it was up to that point, but it's a pretty decent survival movie. As mentioned before, Armageddon's pretty good. Um, Not like this at all. Armageddon's like two and a half hours and is much much more character driven but um for the most part which is it's funny because that's a michael bay movie so saying it's more character driven is almost like a joke but no it's real um but like that movie's pretty good um i enjoy that one so yeah if you're looking for a survival movie like that go for that um if you're looking for movies with more disastrous storms like tornadoes uh i don't know wizard of oz (laughs) I don't know. There really isn't. Uh, there are not a lot of tornado movies out there. So I, I would recommend you, if you wanted a good tornado movie, watch this. But if you're looking for a realistic one, cry. Uh, anyways. Um, so yeah, that's that's my take on that. Now, the most important question that we've had to ask is, of course, this finale question. And that is, do you think Nicolas Cage would be better as Bill in this movie? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think I think Nick Cage in this okay if Nick Cage was in this movie there would be no divorce papers exactly you don't divorce Nick Cage you know he she wouldn't be divorcing Nick Cage right so he wouldn't have the problem right, right. he would he would have never retired he so he would have been with the group mm-hmm. right they 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 would have found the the f5 tornado a long time ago 
And and you know how they said that they're looking for a warning system 15 minutes in advance? No, they'd find a warning system 15 hours in advance. Yes, they, yeah, exactly. They, they, they would be so technologically advanced that, like, we'd have flying cars by now. And, I, I, and I Nicolas Cage would find a way to ride the tornado. He'd figure out a way to put a saddle on the tornado. Yeah, he'd it. figure out a way to to ride the tornado. Like, like we, we like the world would just be a better place if, if he was in this movie. I gotta I gotta agree with that one. Uh, Nick Cage would be pretty good in this movie. Um, now, I was debating asking, you know, being like, okay, if we got Keanu Reeves in this movie too, would he be a good substitute? Uh, and I was thinking, you know, anybody. I, I love Bill Paxton. Like, you know, rest in peace, Bill Paxton. But, like, he's a good actor. But when you got a character this big of a tool, as he is in this movie, who's constantly picking up fights with his with his ex-wife, who's a lot cooler than him, like, I, I me personally, I would want the guy to be a, a cool, suave, you know, composed, mellow-mannered man. And that is, of course, exactly who people like Nicolas Cage and Keanu Reeves are. Dignified individuals. So I'm like, you know what? I could see that. You know, we need some more. We need some more uh, daredevils. And I mean, keep in mind too, uh, the, the other movie, the big, the other big movie that uh, that Jane Dupont watched or directed, not Jane, sorry, John Dupont, uh, was Speed. You know, the Keanu Reeves film. So I think if he'd have just pulled some more strings, we could have gotten a Keanu Reeves version of this movie, where you know maybe his character was a little bit nicer because Keanu Reeves. You know what I mean? Right, right. I see what you're saying. So, Makes sense. We got a lot of we got a lot of good, you know, some some uh, steak to chew on with this one. I think uh, I think with the remake, I think we should get on that. Either, <laughs> either, yeah, 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 right. Either Paul Rudd or Keanu Reeves or Nicolas Cage. I think all of them are yeah. amazing options. Uh, that all works fine, I think. Honestly, man. Um, so yeah, uh, Roland Emmerich. When you're done making uh, Moonfall Two, uh, I think you should work on Twister remake. Um, yeah, yeah. Get, get on that. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for listening, guys. Really appreciate you guys checking in again. Uh, next week, uh, we, 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 this will be David's choice. So uh, strap in. I'm sure it'll be some obscure, uh, obscure comedian gone serious actor film that no one's ever thought of uh, yeah. in, in about you know seven million years. Uh, and it'll really surprise you guys. Uh, David, David, David's ready for that. Um, <laughs> I hope you all enjoyed it. Really appreciate it. Um, check us out on Instagram, what's that smell underscore you think. And again, to get all the updates on uh, if anybody ever missed an episode. Um, like I said, we, like I said last episode, we got a little bit of a hectic schedule, but I think we can manage it. Um, but in case anything happens, uh, pay attention on there and we'll tell you if we miss an episode. But until then, I've been Connor. This has been David. And thank you for listening to yet another episode of the podcast that we entitle David. What's that smell you thinking again?